My name is David Strickle, and I share the eternal consciousness of Source, known as the Stream. We are here to challenge your human programming, those limiting beliefs and feelings of unworthiness that you may be carrying with you. We are here to show you that you are loved, you are worthy, and that abundance is always available to you. Whatever belief system you've created for yourself up until now, we are going to ask you to set that aside for a brief period during this interaction. We ask that you open your mind to new ideas, perhaps ones that may seem radical when you first hear them, and use your own critical thought to sort through them. We will share a new technology with you, a human technology, one that we have proven to work for people all over the world. We will not ask you to just believe, but rather apply what is being offered in your own life, your own experimentation, if you will. We will never ask you to follow rules or worship anything. Your experience here on Earth is your choice, always. We are offering a new path for humanity, one where fear and judgment is significantly detuned. Humanities and even your own demons are diminished, and joy, clarity, and abundance are an achievable way of life for all. And it's all inside work, with tools you already possess, and have perhaps been taught to ignore because they gave you power. We are here to return that power to you. Ah, welcome to part two of our 10-part series of questions for the stream. We have Taya Masters and a few other people uh, that are coming in uh, asking questions of the stream every week for 10 weeks. And we go by topic so that you can access a set of learning tools in a 10-part series. And this is part two of that series. And I'm pleased to be joined today by Taya Master, Taya Coach, and one of the original Taya students, Stacy Clinet. Hi, Stacy. Hi, how are you doing? Good to have you Good here as always. Yes. And Taya, I have to get all the titles now, Taya Bootcamp graduate, Taya Coach, and member of our Taya Expanded program, Erica Mitchell. Hello. And of course, Elisha Starr, who is also a member of Taya Mastery and a Taya coach. So you're starting to see some common threads with the, the people that we're having on to ask these, uh, these questions of the stream. Hi, Elisha. Aloha. So it's good to have all of you here. And since this is all about the stream, I think uh, we should just dive right into it. Our, our topic today is the, the overriding topic is the universal process of creation. The stream talks about that quite a bit. Uh, the, the, the very popular notion of law of attraction is just a sliver of that. It's funny, I'm, I'm working on a masterclass right now, and we're updating the masterclass. And in this masterclass teaching, I said, you know, there, there, really, isn't, there really isn't law of attraction. We all started there, perhaps, but it's not really attraction as much as your belief system creating your reality which is not really the same as being magnetized the way the law of attraction teaches. So I'm going to leave it at that. And you can all pepper that into your questioning if you want. Uh, but that's an intriguing topic because law of attraction is what really started the ball rolling on these, you create your own reality type of topics for millions of people. And people, some people really get into it and just love the idea of the law of attraction and love using that tool. But we've taken it out to the outer limits of universal process of creation 
where there are so many things that are really rooted in this universal process of creation that are really all the same thing, just with a different set of human tools that we've created. Numerology is one, astrology of certain is, is, certainly is one. Elisha, I know you like to talk about human design, so you can ask about that. So we are going to dive into all of it. And to start that, I am going to bring the stream in. And if you are new to our program, it takes just a moment of group meditation to launch the stream and that you know when they show up. And from there, I believe Stacy is going to start asking the questions and then they're just going to uh, rotate around. So let's do that little quick meditation. And in just a moment, you'll be hearing directly from the stream. We are here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us stream. It's great to be with you here today. So we've been sitting around curious as to your input in terms of the universal process of creation and how that works from your viewpoint, your perspective. How would you share that with us? The, the, the universal process of creation is, is, is a term that we use to refer to the energetic realm. Essentially, the, the energetic realm, what you call the universe, is the universal process of creation. It, it, it is everything that is beyond physical. It is all that is beyond physical, in fact. And it is labeled as, as many different things, very often thought of as a, 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 a deity, or, or, or a god of some sort, some sort of, of, of being, of creation, but also of judgment. Very often we hear you, you say things like, and we were speaking of, to all of humanity when, when we say you, the universe sent me this, the universe is, is teaching me a lesson. And it's important to understand that the, the universe, and we are the universe, is not asserting itself into your physical experiences at all. The, the, the existence of the universe is the driver of all creation, meaning it is the, the energy behind all new creation, which essentially is, is expansion as we refer to it. But that expansion is achieved in strands of our consciousness. And you are all strands of, of source consciousness. You, you, you are all part of us and, and we are absolutely flowing through all of you and all creation. These strands of consciousness that, that are projecting, experiencing physical in what seems like a very independent way, having this independent physical experience in a contrasting physical environment, meaning a polarized physical environment. All physical environments are polarized. All physical environments are, are expressions of the universe, certainly, but when you are experiencing them, you are impacted by polarity in what we refer to as vibrational flow. Vibrational flow is, is simply the fact that energy is not stagnant. Energy is moving. Energy is moving between poles, if you will. But these are not physical poles in the energetic realm. You tend to think of, of polarity as something that is physical because your world has physical poles. But the energetic realm is not physical. Therefore, there is no physical pole. The, the energy is, is flowing, ebbing and flowing essentially eternally. And 
your physical environment is in the energetic realm. And when you're in a physical environment, you have a physical response that is perceived as an emotional response to this movement of energy. And this response, this perception of response to this movement of energy creates this, this emotional journey. Moment to moment, day to day, week to week, however you wish to measure what you believe is time, that ever expanding, ever increasing sophistication of consciousness is what you are perceiving as time. But in your perception of it, you are moving linearly through, through what you call time. In your linear movement of time, you understand very well that your emotions are expressed in how you are responding to the energetic realm, meaning there are days that your emotions are high, your vibration is high, and there are days that you are less than that, all the way down to low, all the way down to what you might label as despair. But understand, all of these, these human-created labels are just that, because what you're really experiencing is a very strong connection to that which we are source and a bit of separation from that connection all the way down to what feels like complete separation, although there is no complete separation of source. And in this experiencing of vibrational flow up and down the virtual vibrational spiral that we speak of often, you are all aware of this. You, you are all aware of your emotional climbing and, and de descending this emotional spiral, this vibrational spiral. And when you're doing that, you are creating different versions of your reality via your perception of it. And you're all aware of this. We, we will always bring you back from something that sounds very complex back to something that anyone absorbing these teachings for the very first time can comprehend because you all have the common thread of this emotional roller coaster that you're on essentially. Some of your roller coasters are, 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 are move faster, certainly, and have higher peaks and in, in lower valleys, while, while others are more of a smooth journey, and they are all of your own creation. But understand that this high and low movement is what is impacting your point of attraction. Essentially, it is impacting your belief system, your ability to believe in your worthiness when you are source connected is very high. And when you go down your spiral and separate from that connection, essentially turning the volume down on it, you are less and less and less able to believe in your worthiness. And when you stop believing in your worthiness, you start experiencing what you call life very differently. You start encountering things, what we often refer to as attracting things that aren't as desired as the things that you attract when you are higher on your spiral and feeling more of your worthiness. So all of our teachings for humanity are always going to bring you back around to the fact that you are all in this, this matrix, essentially, this human-created matrix where you have, as humanity, established a set of beliefs that are widely held, and these widely held beliefs create a templated life experience. But as you absorb teachings such as this and question, more and more and more of you are stepping out of that and understanding that there is a universal process of creation, that the human created matrix 
is, is, is essentially operating in reverse of it. And that you can step out of that matrix and create your life experience more in your favor, more to, to your preferences and end your suffering, essentially, by stepping out of the human created tools that have kept you in this matrix for a very long period of time in, in, in earthly years and what you are perceiving as is, is your human experience. Although certainly not the majority of the time for humanity, a sliver in comparison to all that you have been through evolution, but you are stepping out of that time now. And that's why these teachings are starting to, to come around and make more sense. That's wonderful. I love that um, very eloquent description. The thing that hit me the most is the uh, that we actually have a physical response to energetic stimuli that we mistaken for emotion. It has it's been labeled emotion, but but <laughs> it, it is your response, and it, it is by and large a learned response and, and mm -hmm. one that can be changed. Nice. That's really nice. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Thank you. Um, we are, I also had some questions about the power of the numbers three, six, and nine. They seem to come up a lot. Um, and just your perspective on that. The, the, the simplest way to, to describe the, 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 the human notion that there was power in three, six, and nine is to break it down into a high to low to high to low to high to low again process of creation. Understand that when you are operating in high vibration, when you are up your spiral, you, you, you are creating dreams and, and you are believing them. You, you are essentially trusting your abundant nature, which is your natural state of being. And in that high vibrational state, you are attracting the things that you desire with great ease because you feel your worthiness of them. That is where you are appreciating your earth environment. You are seeing things that you wish to experience and the things that you believe can come to you easily come to you easily. Your belief system is still very much at play in this creation of your experience, regardless of where you are on your spiral. But the things that you believe when you're up, but you also believe are a more difficult thing to create. And very often these things are the things that you believe that you really, really, really need to have the satisfying human journey that, that you believe that you came here to have. And you did essentially. But those big things that you create a belief for when you're up your spiral very often take longer to manifest. And the universal design behind this is simply because you believe they're so big and so important, you are going to slow down their creation naturally. And this is simply because you're thinking about it often. And you're thinking about it often through different points of vibrational flow. So in the universal process of creation, when you, you have a desire that, that you create for yourself when you're in a high vibrational state of being, a, a new business or a new relationship or are significant healing or something of that nature and believe it and you believe that you need it and you believe since you need it so much that therefore it is something that's going to be difficult and take time for you to create. You are going to believe it and you are going to begin the creation process of it vibrationally when you are up there. But inevitably, 
you are going to flow down because of polarity into a different vibrational space within hours, if not days. And you are going to revisit this big idea because it is such a big, important idea of yours. You're going to visit it again from a different vantage point on the vibrational spiral. And depending on where you are on the vibrational spiral, anything less than that high vibrational space that you were in when you created the idea, it's going to feel different in that less than high vibrational space, you're going to doubt. You're going to ask yourselves things like, how, how is that going to happen? That's going to take a long time. Or why isn't it coming already? The stream says that, that I can receive anything that I want instantaneously. No, nothing is impossible. So why can't I manifest this fortune or this relationship instantly? So the, the beginning to waver in the belief system is actually causing a slowdown in the universal process of creation. Because the universe is not judging your creation. The universe is always responding in the affirmative. Yes, it is yours. Yes, it's on its way. Yes, it is being created. Yes, all of the things that you need to happen in your world or to, to make this thing a reality are moving right toward you. And then when you drop a bit, you begin to renegotiate. That's when the how, what, when, and how, why drops in that wasn't there before. And the universe, again, agrees. Yes, you're right. It is going to take a long time. Yes, you're right. It is more difficult. Yes, you're right. People like you don't manifest things like this. And then everything grinds to a halt. And then in a higher vibrational state, you go back to your other belief system. But wait, I manifested that thing that I believed I could manifest with ease, with such ease, surely I can manifest this big thing with equal ease. The universe agrees. Yes, here it comes again. In terms of the universal process of creation, there is nothing wrong with this. This isn't anything that you're doing wrong. In fact, in your larger creations, slowing the process down a bit actually allows you the opportunity to ferret out anything that might be a flaw or imperfection or something that you haven't fully thought about. Just say that you, you have always had less than $1,000 in your bank account your entire life. And your desire is to manifest being a billionaire instantaneously. And when you're in your high vibrational state and you're daydreaming of what it would be like to be a billionaire, how amazing it would be, and that you're completely worthy of such, the universe is making you a billionaire energetically. But then when you drop a bit, perhaps you start thinking about that you are in a polarized environment. So there is contrast on all topics, no matter what. So therefore, your manifestation of a billion dollars may be what you believe that you desire when you're so high vibrationally. But then when you drop a bit, you start thinking about what it might be like to actually have the responsibility of a billion dollars. And you cancel that out and you renegotiate. Or if you're creating a new product or a new business or even a new relationship, think about it in terms of that. Every time the vibration drops, things unravel a little bit. That new relationship that you're in that you were so excited about in the first few weeks, now you're starting to see a different version of this being. Is it because they were faking everything early on, showing only the best of them? Or perhaps that's what you were seeing. And now you're seeing different aspects. And now you get to decide whether you want to move forward because you're in this lower vibrational state and less appreciation and you are seeing aspects of them. 
And you get to decide whether you want to move forward or not. You all have examples in your society of people that, that have that first vibrational drop and they're done. But most in successful relationships, what you would label successful are ones that move through the ups and downs over time and accept the flaws as part of the deal. Look at businesses. When new businesses are created, new businesses start in a very high vibrational state of belief. And then once you travel down the path a bit in the creation of it, things start to unravel. You have the option of stopping right there or appreciating the fact that whatever's unraveling is exactly what you need to be focused on manifesting. In your appreciation of it, the vibe goes back up. So when you speak to three, six, and nine, you are speaking to how many points high and low on the vibrational spiral, essentially, does it take for big creation? for major creation. It is absolutely possible for anyone to manifest anything instantaneously, but notice that rarely happens. The instantaneous manifestations are things that you plus, place far less pressure upon. Having a serendipitous interaction, having a, a, a safe and stress-free commute to the supermarket, having a, a lovely dinner out with your mate, whatever it is, those things are smaller in your mind and therefore easier to manifest. And most of you that follow teachings such as this learn to manifest those things with ease. But then the big things still elude you. And the reason the big things still elude you is because you still make them big. And you're making them big, you're slowing down their creation. But in your slowing down their creation, you're allowing yourselves to get yourselves ready for it and create a better version of, a more perfect version of. And it may take three points, it may take six, it may take nine. It's a very simplistic answer, but that is truly what is behind the magic of three, six, and nine, the points of attraction that one should go through in the, in the should in this is the allowing of it, understanding that it is indeed the universal process of creation, allowing that natural process to be of spinning out and coming back together and spinning out yet again and coming back together. And the bigger the thing is, the more impactful it is for yourselves or humanity, the more dots it's going to take, the more steps it's going to take to create. But you can create something that you consider that is, is big in three steps, six steps, or nine steps. It is up to you how long you take, but don't place so much judgment on how many steps and how much linear time something takes. Because how, how much linear time is taken is completely up to you and your belief system, but is also allowing you to get up to speed with it. Perfect. Thank you. I love that very much. Um, just especially the reminder of the, the wavering in the thoughts, you know, that's a, that's a big one. Thank you. And, and understand that this is expressed in many ways. And, and there are certainly plenty of human practices, human created practices that will deliver a more complex answer than that, but it mm -hmm. boils down to just that. Yes. Wonderful. I have so many questions um, based on the previous. So I'm gonna do my, my best to condense them. Um, you've spoken before about the operating system and then you've spoken before about humans being the highest level of technology. As a body worker, I've approached the human body as the most amazing biologic 
physical computer ever created. And we have these energy um, pulses, impulses that create, as we just discovered, these emotions. Um, I've also played with the human design. And I'm curious, in your opinion, at this point in time in humanity, how aligned is the human design in conjunction with the operating system that we as an independent strand of source chose to create an avatar with our own strengths and weaknesses. And as we discover this, we can actually kind of life hack this experience. And then I'm also reading this book called Lifespan that talks about that DNL cells do not age, which means on a cellular level, on a DNA level, we are not aging. So is there a way to apply these teachings and literally like life hack this biological computer? And then my final question goes with the fact that I've discovered that through this connective tissue, the electrical impulses from the brain get stopped somewhere within the trauma of the body. So does trauma in the physical gross form of our hardware affect the ability of the software to actually be actualized in this material plane? You are correct. And, and we have shared that you, your entire environment and, and certainly all beings in your environment, including yourselves, humanity, are, are designed, a, a design of consciousness, of course. And what is happening for humanity and the reason that this information is being presented the way that it is at this time is because you're starting to catch up to the technology that creates you. you, you your creation of computers and avatars and robots and virtual reality and all of these things are, 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 is, is a reflection of humanity understanding on a higher and higher level the technology that creates humanity. So when it comes to the, 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 the intelligence that creates you, your strand of consciousness is a participant in the creation of that which is, is your being. Understand that your strand of consciousness projects into a set of circumstances before conception even. There is a vibrational match to your point of conception. And, and by design, your point of consciousness, your strand of consciousness, with all of the information of all of the physical experiences that are infinite that you have expressed in, and all of the physical experiences of all creation, all of that is available in that strand of consciousness. However, when you project into a physical body, most of that is indeed overshadowed to allow you to have what in this case would be a unique human experience. So you have this human experience that is very much flavored by all that you are eternally, but also impacted by your parents, what, what you call DNA, that, 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 that design, and by your surroundings that you project into and how you respond to that. And how you respond to it has a lot to do, in fact, has everything to do with the, the wholeness of that which you are. And you essentially begin absorbing the earth environment and forgetting your eternal selves in the birthing process. So and as small children, you move into a learning process where you are beginning to learn your earth environment. What happens with aging is that you do not stay up to speed 
with the current reality of the earth environment. So by design, you age out of it, but you are correct in that your physical vehicles are not necessarily designed to age out of it as much as your belief system ages you out of it. Your desires age you out of it because the world starts to get away from you as you age through it. Those that, that do not manifest some other form of demise in the aging process will, will automatically start to break the physical body down by design. And, and again, that design is not the physical body's design. The physical body, as you have stated, is simply an avatar of your own creation of consciousness but your consciousness starts to break down this physical vehicle so that you can separate from it and leave the earth environment and project in at another point where you are projecting in up to speed with, with the new version of the environment because the environment is evolving faster than humanity is. Your technology and belief systems, every generation ha has a massive leap forward in belief systems. This is why you, your operating system that you have created for yourselves is different than that which your parents created. Some vastly different and some just a, a few degrees different. And certainly your operating systems are vastly different than what your grandparents created for themselves. As far as how your bodies operate with trauma, all of that once again is, is vibrational first. And trauma is held in the body by different avatars in different ways, meaning there are different, if you will, prototypes of a, of a human physical creation, many different prototypes. And, and this is why you're not all the same. And in these different physical prototypes that you all create for yourselves, you are all going to respond to things differently. And your body is going to absorb what you call trauma differently. And, and certainly there's a difference between emotional trauma and physical trauma you may be well aware that the physical trauma actually heals a lot easier than the emotional trauma does. The, the, the body heals itself automatically. The emotional trauma healing is very much part of this human matrix where you're all told that you're victims. You're all told that you have to be in the victim space for the rest of your lives, but you're all beginning to question this now. And you're all beginning to understand that you can indeed heal that emotional trauma very quickly. In fact, you can get so far ahead of it that nothing that happens in your environment creates any sort of trauma reaction from you whatsoever. It's possible to do that. So that leads me to my next question. On a cellular level, every seven years, this physical form has cellularly regenerated on a complete, a complete level. There's scientific studies that have shown the regeneration cycle. It's our belief system that encodes on that blueprint of perfection. And then we have this avatar and this human design to use the system of the human design that is this energetic avatar that we've created. And then the next level that I wanted, and you've mentioned this, talked about this before, is this being is mainly water and water conducts electricity. And then water is also affected by the planet and by, by the magnetic pole within time and space. So is there a way in creating this new operating system and upgrading our biological hardware, so to speak, by increasing water 
or the neutrinos and these ways to, because if we are perfect and we're perfect, like they take, they can take an old cell and clone it and it makes something young, which means our cells do not age on a DNA level. It's our belief system. So what would your advice be to humanity within these operating systems, these hardwares, the physical trauma, the emotional trauma to, to continuously upgrade, to stay as up to with the times as we possibly can and not age out, to literally just stay in this perfection of this design and this creation for as long as we cho so choose. I understand that that there is only so much value offered for your strand of consciousness in the earth environment in a singular experience. So it is possible to do exactly what you just described. However, from an eternal soul consciousness perspective, your soul essentially is not looking for a, a, a forever engagement on earth. That is, is, is very much a, 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 a humanity type of thought. That is very human-like thinking that you would want to come and be in this environment indefinitely because from this perspective that you're speaking from, this is all that is. However, you are expressing yourself infinitely in physical environments. And we... it's important to understand also that you are not operating in linear time. So your being is not projecting in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. All of these other projections, including your other earthly projections, are all happening at the same time because they exist as consciousness and consciousness is eternal, both backward and forward. So this idea that you would want to operate a singular physical vehicle would essentially be like coming to planet Earth and, and, and driving one car for your entire adult lifetime. You want to experience different vehicles. You want to upgrade. You want to be more up to date with more newer technology and things of that nature. So there's, there's not so much desire there for you to do that. But the answer to what you have stated you have, have delved into all of these complexities and it, it is fantastic that humanity is exploring all of these things in all of these ways and not one of them is off base or wrong in any, any way. But the, the, when these things start being explored, very often what is glossed over and missed that the most control that you have over your experience is your mindset. Your belief system supersedes all of those things. And you can shift anything about your reality, thus anything about your human experience, simply via shifting your mindset. And, and we have recently started referring to the matrix, the, 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 the human created set of beliefs. You can step out of that more and more and more by understanding that every response that you have to anything is a conditioned response that you can choose to no longer have. So when you choose to no longer have that the same response to things and the same judgment of things, then your entire human experience starts to shift. So like in a video game, can we choose a different avatar consciously and take ourselves to surfing a different reality in this timeline? I think that's what I was asking more, not so much in like staying alive forever and ever, but going, can in this experience, can we take this knowledge and this being and go like for me going okay i'm done doing this i'm going to reprogram 
recreate a new avatar, a new operating system and transurf and jump into a different timeline, so to speak, like a next level in a video game. Like, going, can we go from we, like- we, we, will, we will answer that very simply by saying that nothing is impossible. <laughs> there, there is no such thing as impossible. <laughs> Think about the energetic realm and, and the, the infinite nature of the energetic realm and understand that the earth environment and your physical human expression is, is, is just an avatar creation, if you, as you have stated. It, it, it is, is a figment of your imagination, essentially, that you are experiencing and, and you are in a collective that is experiencing the same thing and is a creation of consciousness. But to you, it feels very tactile, very real, very much often is all that is so that you can have this unique experience. Certainly anything is possible, but there are things that are so disruptive to your consciousness that a certain degree of trepidation is actually healthy because if you allow yourself to do something like that, how are you going to be perceived? How are you going to adjust to it? Can your human mind handle it? So when we, we speak to detuning fear and detuning judgment, that's why we are not guiding you to try to completely eradicate these things because a certain degree of steadiness in your experience is still a good thing for your earthly journey. But that does not mean that humanity won't achieve a, a time and a place in its sophistication where that is an every moment of everyday occurrence. That's awesome. I love how it really does boil down to our mindset and how the tools that you've brought in for David to present to humanity are the keys to actually changing your mindset, your operating system to create everything that Elisha was just describing not having physical energetic stimuli that's going to traumatize us and therefore possibly age our body based on our belief system. If somebody was really new, just jumping into this practice, what are the first two or three tips you'd give them to start to shift their mindset? To, to start to train yourselves to recognize your programming to recognize how many of your thoughts and responses and beliefs are something that you picked up along the way from others and question it. When you are feeling triggered, when you are feeling traumatized, when you are judging something, teaching yourselves to stop and ask why, why do I feel this way? Why am I judging this this way? If we're all eternal strands of consciousness here having this very temporary human experience as physical avatars, an experience of consciousness that we perceive as physical, and we're, we are essentially in and out and infinitely, then ask yourselves why so much pressure on life and death and aging and, and living your lives a certain way? Why do you believe what you believe? Delve into that. And start doing that regularly. Start making that a practice all day, every day. When, when, you, when you are consuming your environment. And very often, you, you will see people that, that get into to spirituality. They get into new age spirituality. And they're wanting to wall themselves off from your world. Because they want to cut off the news. And they want to cut off 
negative thought and they want to cut off all of these things and, and, and sort of become isolated. If you are so bound up in fear and judgment that that is the best path out of it, then there's nothing wrong with you doing that, certainly. However, we want you to experience your earthly environment. You came here to experience it. We, we are very much in favor of that because we understand your eternal soul consciousness desire to come into physical and fully experience the earth environment. And when we say that, we mean fully experience all of it up to speed with where you entered. Your current technology, your, your, your current, current modes of travel, your, your, your current modes of communication, all of it, all of it. There, there, is nothing, there, there is nothing sacred about how things used to be. There were no good old days. They were all good days. They were all expansive days, always. <laughs> but you are coming in up to speed with your now intentionally. So we would guide you to question anything that makes you disbelieve that. Why do you believe you're on the wrong planet? Why do you believe you were born into the wrong body? Why do you believe that you were born into the wrong family or economic status or wrong race? Why do you believe these things? Why do you believe that, that, that one is, is, is more worthy than another? Why do you believe that, that one is blessed and the other is cursed? Why do you believe that, that there are a, a handful that reach the apex of, of the success, i.e. wealth pyramid in your world? Why is that? The, the asking of why on every single topic will begin to reveal the matrix that humanity has created for itself. And the matrix is not all bad. We, we are not guiding you to negatively judge the matrix. There are many that are deep in the matrix and you know you're in the matrix when you are operating in polarity. When you have a polarized opinion about yourselves or any aspect of your world, meaning you are taking a side, you are in the matrix because you're judging to take that side. When you step out of the matrix, you step out by releasing judgment. You step out of the matrix by accessing your version of this. You step out of the matrix by being more aligned with source, with our energy. We are not judging. There is no right or wrong way to operate your lives as a human being. There is no right or wrong economic status. There is, there is no more righteousness in being poor than there is in being the wealthiest person on the planet. There, there, there is no more righteousness in being selfless and benevolent than being the most self-focused person on the planet. Mm -hmm. there, 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 there is no right or wrong in any of this. The things that you fear very much and push against and demonize, notice how they stick around. But you're told you must fight them and battle them and continue to fight and battle them. And in the fighting and the battling of them, you are giving them life. But when you step out of the matrix, you no longer need to fight. You no longer need to battle because you're no longer judging the same way. You're discerning a preference, certainly, because you came to experience earth. And, and your, your preferred experiences are exactly that, your preference. All that truly exists is your preference of experiences. And when you're not fearing and you're not in the matrix and you're not operating solely in your ego consciousness, you no longer need to be right. You no longer need for others to behave in any way 
to make you comfortable. That's all being in the matrix. So it's, it is so simple, as complex as, as, as humanity tends to make the energetic realm, it is not complex at all. It is very simple. Mm -hmm. The energetic realm and the universal process of creation are far simpler than any aspect of the matrix. Really nice. Those are great. Let's <clears throat> go ahead with Erica. Do you have another question? Um, well, just in regards to what we spoke about earlier, um, as far as when we begin to waver, I just, how does that relate to, you know, we have manifest manifestations individually, there's things we desire, but on a collective level, when we desire change or certain things, um, does it take longer to, to bring about those changes because there's more people involved? Understand it, it is always rooted in your belief system, okay. but certainly there are things that you wish to manifest that, that are not going to pop up instantaneously. A, a new structure, if you, if you wish to manifest a building, you're absolutely right. In physical, in your current iteration of reality, the, the, the building needs to be created, but you are creating technology that allows you to print a building now. So you're getting closer and closer and closer to be able to manifest something with more efficiency without the need of so much human labor, if you will. So there are human created things that are going to allow manifestations to come faster. But the idea of physical creation being this snap your fingers and it appears in front of you thing, your intention of this physical environment was never that. Because to create the avatar that is you, notice that you started out at conception and you were created over time and continue to be created. All creation occurs like that. The, the, the more important creations, in your opinion, take longer by design. The bigger things. And that is the universal process of creation. You, you are not going to circumvent the universal process of creation of a belief system creating a reality. However, reality can shift instantaneously. But humanity is, is moving towards something in a gradual way so that you can have the experience of understanding it on a deeper level and have the experience of creating the technology that gets you there. Understand that the, the journey holds so much more value than the actual creation. The, the path to getting there and everything that you create is a creation first energetically in consciousness and the, the fully manifested version and physical that you all prize so much, that is nothing more than a byproduct of that energetic creation. And the byproduct is allowed with continued belief, steadfast belief without believing that you also have to hammer it into place. Because when you believe and you relax into your belief and just let it be, it happens. But when you believe that you need something and you want it so bad and it's a big deal for you to have it, by design, you're going to revisit it again and again and again and again. And that's going to slow down the process. But in slowing down the process, you are indeed creating a journey for yourself. And as our promise to you in your completed state, regardless of how painful that journey may be, 
you are going to have deep appreciation for it from a soul consciousness perspective, because you understand that that painful journey expanded your being, expanded your consciousness, made you a more sophisticated version of you in the having of that creative experience. That's why there's not so much value in, in snapping your fingers and having a yacht just appear or anything that you're desiring. The ebb and flow in the three, six, nine dots and all of these, these aspects of the universal process of creation, because you're in vibrational flow, because you're in a polarized environment, that creates the experience of creation. And the ebb and flow and experience of creation is what is making you a more sophisticated strand of consciousness in the having of the experience. Understand that this human journey, we often liken it to, to a weekend trip. When you go on a weekend trip, you can have a good weekend trip or you can have a very difficult weekend trip. At the end of the journey, you're going to return to your home and in time, you are going to heal from, from any trauma likely on that trip and you are going to joke about it. You're going to laugh about it. You're going to commiserate with the ones that you experienced it with. Remember that time. <laughs> Remember that time that XYZ happened. Yep. <laughs> and in that commiseration, you are connecting. And in that commiseration, even over something that you think is silly or mundane, perhaps, you are expanding your sophistication and having had that experience. Now, think about the difficult experiences that you've been through. If you, you have been through a difficult childbirth, or if you've been through a difficult divorce, or if you've been through the loss of a parent, these, these milestones in your human journey that you find difficult but in time, it's an experience that you have had that has actually enriched your experience. And again, when you commiserate with another that has the same experience, you start to find appreciation for having had the experience. Oh, yes, I did that also. Oh, yes, that happened to me. Oh, yes, I've had that experience. It was very painful. It was very difficult. This is, this is how I experienced it. And your vibration actually goes up in the sharing of the experience. Because your soul is calling you forward saying, look, this made you a more sophisticated version of you. Nothing is going to possibly end what, that which you are in this environment. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There is no experience that can happen in the earth environment that is going to end the eternal strand of consciousness that each and every one of you are. And when you view your human journey from that perspective, you understand that all of this trauma and all of this suffering is an experience that you all create for yourselves by and large because you're taught to do it that way. But there are environments where all of the things that you are traumatized about are viewed very differently. And in them being viewed very differently, they're not as impactful. In fact, the negative aspects quell. They, they, they are not happening as often in those environments because they're, they're not having any fuel throw, thrown upon the fire, if you will by demonization. When you stop demonizing the things that you don't want to have happen in your lives or in your environment anymore and start finding authentic appreciation for the sophisticated experience that it was, it stops showing up. It stops being. This is true for something that's going on in your individual life. And it's true for anything that's happening to all of humanity or any subgroup of humanity. It simply ceases to be. There are things that you, that you solve in your environment simply because you tire of them. You, you, you become bored with the topic. Yeah. They're hot button issues for a while and eventually 
polarity is going to draw the vibration on the topic back up. You stop paying attention to it and it stops happening. Yeah. You can all find examples of this in, 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 in your current environment. Very true. Thank you. I have a question about the matrix that I didn't have before. Um, how many levels to the matrix are there? We do not operate in, in measurement. The, the, that, that is yet another <laughs> physical environment aspect. The, 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 the concept of time as a human creation, the concept of measurement, even the concept of numerology, all of these things is indeed a human creation, a human created tool to better understand that which we are. When we speak of the matrix, we are speaking of the human created template of society. Yeah, I, I understand that. And are there a set number of within this human construct, because it is human, so it means it has a capping point, or is it infinite because human consciousness is always expanding, so the matrix will always constantly it is. It is, it is essentially a mutation, an ever-expanding mutation of itself. But what you are experiencing on planet Earth is more and more humans starting to realize that you're operating in a template of reality, that you're operating in a, in a matrix, and that is shifting it. That is shifting it. Understand that, that we are not here telling you that you have to get out of the matrix. We are not here telling you that the matrix is bad. There is no judgment around the matrix. The matrix, like all topics, is polarized, is contrasting. There is positive aspects to the matrix. Humanity would not be where humanity is right now in its level of sophistication. And that is expressed in your technology, in your questioning, all of it without the matrix. So basically, when we get out of the matrix and we connect to source, to our own stream of consciousness, and we update our operating system, we update our thoughts, when we drop back down into the matrix, we're literally dropping down at a different energetic point within the matrix, correct? Is you have shifted your own matrix because of, of your questioning of it. And you're, you're coming to understand the aspects of your reality that are part of the matrix. And you can shed these things over time, certainly. This is why we speak of detuning. You, you, you are not going to, to leap out of the matrix completely as a human being. You're, you're not. You are in the earth environment. And it, 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 is, it, is, it is humanity, essentially. All beings have a matrix. Every form of life in your environment is, is, is in a matrix of creation. For humanity, that matrix turned into a mutation of itself and expanded rapidly. And that rapid expansion caused a lot of these systems of control that were put into place. But those systems of control that were put into place created systems of education and systems of enlightenment and, and all of these different things that brought you forward into this space that you occupy in your now. This level of human sophistication that you're in, where you're able to come together in technology like this and have this type of communication with David sharing our message and ponder these ideas like humanity has never pondered them before. I have one last question. So after we do the detuning, is the eight the attuning, the attunement 
of our vibrational spiral into the alignment of that which we prefer in the matrix, kind of like a dialing in of the frequency of abundance, the frequency of this. And as we attune to it after detuning the static, the transgressors, we drop in from this vibrational point of attunement to a point in time of that reality. You understand that you you can shift your mindset in an instant. We, we have described something as, as zooming out. You can be experiencing something in a moment and change that entire experience by shifting your perspective of it in the moment. And because it's so easy for you to do once you learn to do it, you're, you're not giving it much credit. And we're not speaking specifically to you. We are speaking to all of humanity. But you're failing to understand, by and large, how powerful that is. And how many human beings don't possess that capacity still that have it, they're not tapped into it. So your ability to experience something in a moment and refocus by taking fear and judgment essentially out of the equation and seeing it very differently. One moment you're triggered, the next moment you're appreciating. That is huge. We guide you to not discount the power of that, because when you start making that your way of human life, your entire reality begins to rewrite itself. And, and, and one of the catches with this is your reality re rewrites itself. Very often, you lose awareness of how you were and what your reality was even moments prior. Because you have overwritten and you have become a more sophisticated version of you, and you are able to take that new level of sophistication forward and backward. This, this is why we guide you to, to revisit the elements of your past where you have simply been repeating these certain elements on autopilot your entire life. This was traumatic. This was terrible. I was treated bad. This was the worst time. And realize that you have just gotten into this habit of thought of describing it the same way. And you're not allowing yourselves, in this case, to move on to a more sophisticated version of it. This was not so bad. This taught me lessons. This led to this next thing that I probably wouldn't have done had I not experienced that. That's, that's, that's forward motion out of the matrix in that train of thought. Soon, when you get momentum building in that forward motion, you don't have to work so hard. Suddenly, you're just finding instantaneous and authentic appreciation for all that is. And you hearken back to something that you used to believe was painful, and it is no longer painful. It is now transformative. Thank you. I know we need to um, close up. So I, as always, I greatly appreciate all of your teachings and truth and insight. So that truly is the human operating system hack right there. Detuning fear and judgment, finding radical appreciation for everything that's occurring in you know, the reality that we create ourselves. Understand that, that you all possess the, the capacity to shift your mindset instantaneously and permanently shift it. And, and again, you have been taught otherwise. And, and very often, the, these, all of these applications are offered to you that are very complex and otherworldly and, and mysterious. And we, we understand that they can be quite appealing, if not even sexy to you, that it, that is, it, it is something that seems so complex. It must, it must work because it's so complicated. Right. However, you, you will find your paths 
out at the edge of frustration in most of these, because at the end of the day, if you will, everything about the energetic realm boils down to you create your own reality via your thoughts. All creation occurs via attraction of thought, and all attraction is governed by polarity. When you know those two things, you understand the entire universe. Everything that humanity has created to better understand that, all of these practices, all of them, all come back to those two truths. Those are the only two universal truths. Everything else is just a perception of, of a consciousness-created reality, all of it. So here you are in, in your human vehicle, your human avatars, and you possess the capacity to change any aspect that you desire to change. But understand that it, there is value in you having your journey toward getting better and better and better and better at this, moving vibrationally up the spiral in a gradual way, rather than trying to leap far ahead. Because you believe that there's some magical gift far ahead that you're completely out of the matrix. You are never going to be completely out of the matrix as long as you are in this physical experience. So understand that the expansion that you seek is created in that journey and that ebb and flow up over time, allowing your natural state of abundance to be realized more and more and more, uncovering new tools, uncovering new trains of thought, uncovering new perspectives on things. That is what enriches your experience. That is why you are in physical. You did not come here to take quantum leaps into these new realities. That is all rooted in your ego and very much rooted in fear. Essentially, you, you are having FOMO of an experience that you don't understand that the, the journey to the experience is creating the FOMO. <laughs> oh, wow. I love how you're evolving stream. That's a yes. I just learned FOMO. Well, think about it. That, that, that's why you want the quantum leap towards something, some other state of being that you believe is going to bring you more joy. But understand that every time you reach these new levels, the thing that brings such joy and satisfaction is when you go back and understand that the leveling up and leveling up and leveling up and leveling up is your entire purpose of being in physical in the first place. And now you've created an accelerated version of it, certainly, but a, a journey version of it, nonetheless, that, that there is so much richness in the twists and turns of going over the mountain, as opposed to just dropping into the other side of it. We, we have shared quite a bit, and as always, we, we guide you to listen to this interaction a few times because there are many layers offered here, and, and, and the asking of the questions draws out great information, but understand that we will get as complex as you desire us to, to be with you. However, we are always going to take your complex questions and draw you back to a very simplistic answer because the universe is a very simplistic thing indeed. With much love, that is what we have. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love the simplicity of the stream's message. It's always extremely profound, no matter how complicated our human minds want to make it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you, Erica and Elisha. Yes. Thank you. Great time. That was, fun. That was totally fun. <laughs> how you doing, David? I, you know, I'm here. <laughs> I feel like you all gave the stream a workout. I can always tell when, when I'm really overheated. Yeah. That was really good stuff. <laughs> I always give the stream a workout. I, I was going to say, you, you, 
<laughs> you want to stump them sometimes. Oh yeah, huh? no, I know. It's, I it's my intention, and I almost always know what they're going to come back to. But I'm always just kind of like, well, what about this? Yeah, <laughs> they're always taking us back to how how right. simple everything really is. Well, and it just the whole time I just kept. Uh, thinking of keep it simple keep it simple that kiss like we always talk about keep it simple mm-hmm. it's it's our humanness that wants to make everything so difficult and i like as a psych major like i always think of that like we're bored and so we create all this stuff yeah right to figure well, I, mean, I think it's out. cool that we create all and these different tools awesome. and i think some people need that absolutely some need, they do like what's they the do. science i need the science what's exactly. the science i get that but really it all comes back to to the energetic realm operates in a very simple way it's not yeah. complicated at all very. but look at the expressions that that <clears throat> creates it's incredible right, right. Well, I want to thank all three of you for being on. Fantastic um, questions for the stream. I can't wait to listen you. to it myself and, and learn a few things. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. And again, this is part two of 10. Uh, so we have more interesting topics coming up. If this one was a little too out there for you, uh, we'll have some that aren't quite so out there as well. We're going to go all over the place uh, in this 10-part series. So thank you for listening. The biggest thing I got from boot camp was the self-awareness. Knowing... Like before, I don't think I realized what limiting beliefs I held that were keeping me from creating what I wanted in my life. Through boot camp, you go through a process of looking back on your life, on your life experiences, and revisiting and acknowledging things that happened not so that you can dwell in them, but actually so that you can heal and also learn to appreciate them for the ways in which they helped you to grow and to become who you are. Trust was always a very, very uh, difficult thing for me in the past. And with Taya Bootcamp, I've been able to actually learn what it feels like to trust. Trust in my abundance, trust in myself, Joining Taya and going through all the modules and using all the tools on a daily basis, I really went deeper within myself as to what those hidden transgressors were and what was really bothering me in life. And the transformation is amazing. I'm smiling all the time. I'm happy. I have an amazing relationship with my daughter now. I sit, I listen to her. I no longer snap at anyone, <laughs> which is great. Um, my friends see a difference. I love the Thai community so much, every aspect of it. I loved um, meeting with David, meeting with the coaches, um, meeting with my mentor. It was just really nice to feel so supported and to feel like I wasn't just a number in a program. like. Everyone, all of my coaches knew my my stuff, knew what knew what my struggles were, knew what I was dealing with. Um, they knew me personally. Until I'd come to Tyre, I hadn't found the the joy and that depth of love and acceptance and the allowance and the unity of community. That that was phenomenal. 
my mother asks me too. She says, so how was it? I'm like, it was life changing. I'm like, can't you tell? And she could tell. My father can tell. These are the people that I fought with on a daily basis. Like they, they see it in me. My daughter sees it. Mommy, you're so happy now. It's something you do for yourself. A lot of us don't do anything for ourselves. Uh, it's an investment in you, an investment of your future. It'll change your life. And uh, you won't ever look back because that's how I feel. Like I'm never gonna look back and I'm just a better version of myself. I'm excited to share with you that we are returning to live in-person events in 2022. Our first event will be our Los Angeles Summit on January 15th, 2022, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific and lasting until 3 p.m. If you've attended one of our virtual events on Zoom, you know the magnitude of the super vibes that we create in these interactions. You know how deep we go into the stream's teachings and how your life can forever be changed in one powerful collective consciousness event. I'm so excited that we're getting together in person to take this to another level. So visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events to learn more and to secure your seat. Again, that's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events. I look forward to seeing you there.